episode seven of For What It's Worth Coaching Podcast. Uh, I'm Coach Ty, and I'm here with Coach Hines. And uh, this week's topic is uh, you're not just a coach. Uh, before we get into it, um, we kind of had to do a something I didn't really want to do, but I kind of had to do it. You know, I sat at home and uh, I thought about it, talked to my wife about it, and uh, I prayed about it. And I had to uh, step down from uh, coaching uh, baseball this year. And it wasn't because I didn't want to. It wasn't because I didn't like the coaching or anything like that. Or, um, But I sat down and kind of evaluated my time frame. Uh, because a lot of you know I'm a firefighter. Um, I also run a small bit, help run small a small business and doing this podcast. And do have three boys at home. Um, finding the time to be able to... Um, to go there and be an effective coach. Um, and, you know, I know, you know, we're coaching with you, Kurt, you know, my time was limited uh, at, during that time frame as well. Um, and my big thing for me is I, when I want to do something, I want to be able to put a hundred percent of my time and effort into it. And uh, unfortunately I had to step down from being a coach at uh, Benita high school this year. And hopefully next year I can, you know, step back into the, the arena and coaching arena. And the nice thing is, you know, we did go through a coaching change there. Um, and I wasn't sure I was going to be able to coach if they wanted to invite me back, but they did invite me back. And I went out, out there a few times and I really liked what I heard, what I said, what, what was said out there. I really enjoyed the vibe. The kids are excited. The parents are excited. It's a really good time to, to be there right now, but I had to sit back and, and, and reevaluate the time that I was going to be able to do it because there's some things I need to do in my life to help myself succeed. And uh, so I ended up uh, going and stepping down, and, and the coach was, you know, totally understood. And uh, he always said the, the door is open to me. So um, with that being said, you know, unfortunately I, I had to step back. You know, it's something I love to do. It's funny that you said, you know, before we get started with this, and as soon as you said that, you know, and, and I should I should backtrack for a second. You know, Coach Ty and I talk about, we put these topics up on our computer screen before us. But we've decided uh, since episode one <clears throat> not to really we, – we have a few little bullet points, but not to talk much about it beforehand because we want it to be just a natural conversation. Yep. And the, th- the thought came to mind when you said, you know, before we get started, once a coach, always a coach. Yes. I, I think once yeah. you've, you've changed someone's life, once you've empowered them and you've done what we consider the most important job, and that's going beyond just the game – um, you're always a coach. So uh, obviously the, you coaching or not coaching this year changing changes nothing in my mind. And not only do I know that you will coach again soon, although I hope it's football again. I, I, I really do. I was thinking about that the other day. We had a <clears throat> dinner with a, a friend of mine who was my line coach in New Hampshire. He and his wife came out to California for the holidays to visit her family. And we were talking about the, the chemistry we had back east and, and just the blessing of that. And Jill and I were talking on the way home about uh, how much I, I want you to coach with me again. So mm-hmm. I'm not closing that door completely in the, in the future, in the future. But yeah, once, once a coach, always a coach. And as, as Coach Ty mentioned, this episode topic is uh, you're not just a coach. Um, and I don't want to get too preachy here. But when you sign up to be a coach, uh, you're, you're signing up for something far greater than yourself. And I, I know that's why you stepped away from it for a little mm-hmm. bit because you have such a heart and such a passion for it. But we listed six things here 
uh, in no particular order, <clears throat> that uh, we feel you really are when you become a coach. And I'm going to run th through those all right now, just all in a row. I think it's a good then idea. Then we can kind of elaborate on that. But mm -hmm. I, I had shared that, you know, when you sign up for a coach or to become, become a coach, you are a leader, a role model, an influencer, a giver of hope, a moral compass to these young men and these young women. And in many instances, and I think more than we realize, we're lifesavers. Um, so let, let, let's just kind of bounce off here a little bit uh, in no particular order. I'm going to start with the, the one that I think is most near and dear to me as far as being a lifesaver. Um, I, I may have mentioned in one of the earlier episodes, I don't remember or not, but uh, I've had to speak at a funeral now of a former player that took his life. And for me, that's a moment I'll never forget. It, it, it was humbling, it was heartbreaking, and it was everything in between. Um, and that was very early on in my coaching career that that, that unfortunate event took place. Um, but I think because I had uh, the honor, for lack of better words, of being able to speak to that family, to his friends, um, very early on in my coaching career, I realized uh, that what we do is so much more than just a game. And since then, and I know you have as, all, as well, we've talked about this, have gotten phone calls or emails or text messages from current and previous players that will always call us coach, hmm. that have shared things that we've done for them and said to them um, that helped change their lives uh, more than we realize. Um, it just I, 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 I really think if nothing else for this episode here, and this might be a little bit of a shorter one after we share more, um, I hope there's a coach out there listening that you know truly em embraces and realizes that who we are as coaches goes so far beyond just the games or the sports we coach. Definitely, and I think one of the things when when we go f home from practice or a game, um, and even in the off season, you know, you think about the, the players and what they're doing and how they're doing, what you can do better as far as helping them out. Um, because I think one of the reasons, you know, me personally, and we go back to our first episode with the why, why we're doing this, and I think, is, uh, I, I feel and I've seen many times, like, I think a lot of coaches have lost touch on why they're doing it, and, you know, I think they forget about the influences they actually have on, on young minds going forward from baseball, football, field hockey, swimming, whatever, that you could be such a positive influence on, on, on that one young mind and they could do so much, you know. And I think we're piggybacking this. You know, we talked about you know, not just the coach picking it back off uh, episode six when we were, when we had our list of. Uh, and I already forgot them. <laughs> the reasons we love playing for we certain love coaches. Playing certain coaches, and uh, you know, and that's why we do get contacted back from uh, older, you know, the kids who are now over twenty ones that we can you know hang out with yeah. <laughs> as adults. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I think one of the things is, and I go back to uh, seeing a commercial back, I think when I was in high school, was Charles Barkley, and he's shooting at the free throw line, and he's going, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not a role model. Well, you know, sometimes I, I disagree with that because, you know, as a coach and a, a, an elite player, you kind of are a role model because who do the kids look at? They look at their coaches, they look at TV, they watch TV, they they, they, and I remember when I played baseball, you try to emulate a, a certain baseball swing, uh, the way a certain player goes about uh, playing baseball, and you emulate them. You know, when you're not, you're not taking that responsibility as a role model, you know, you're going to have kids emulating your poor behavior, your poor habits, 
Um, you know, so many times I sit there and watch a baseball game, and I, you know, it, it, and these are elite baseball players um, that are the the fundamentals are are out the window. You know, but they can do that because they put the hours and time to practice, and they don't make the little mistakes. But you get you know the twelve year olds out there doing those poor habits they see on there. Um, you definitely are a role model, especially on and off the field. Yeah, that, that's a great point. It's funny that the commercial. Uh, hadn't thought about that since probably I was yeah. in middle school or high school and saw that, but that, that's a great <laughs> reference. You know, we, we had put it on here also that, you know, as a coach, you're an influencer and a moral compass. And for me, those two go, to, go together. I think in today's day and age of social media, mm-hmm. you know, it's more prevalent and, and, and it's more part of our everyday lives than it's ever been. And I don't think it's, it's going anywhere. You know, the, the, the different platforms may change. You know, one may become more popular than others, but so often the, the the young men, young women that we coach spend more time with us than they do with their own families. Mm-hmm. On a given day, we talked about this, they go to school for six hours, might be a practice for two to three. Then by the time they get home, most of them are eating quickly. There aren't many families that have sit-down meals anymore. It's hard to do. Um, but they're hopefully doing homework, but they spend so much time on social media and are looking for that next big post or tweet or picture that they can put out there that can get a lot of likes. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and you think about a moral compass, you know, we have the platform as long as we take the time to invest, as we talked about in episode six, to get to know our players personally beyond the game. And as long as we take the time to really listen to them and to get to know what their likes are outside of the sport, in addition, as human beings, we can help be that moral compass of, yeah, it's nice to post a picture or tweet something out and get a lot of likes or retweets or whatever it is, but what are we doing with our lives? Where are we really going with this? Um, And that, you know, I I thought a while ago that we were talking about leadership. Everyone's a leader. I think everyone's a leader. I I talk to my fourth grade students. You know, we talk about... um, Adolf Hitler. I'm like, was he a good leader? And my fourth graders, you know, all in unison. No. I'm like, yes. Adolf Hitler was a tremendous leader. He got thousands and thousands of people, a nation, more or less, to follow him. I'm not saying what he did was good things. But we're all we're all leaders. And the question is, where are we leading those that choose to follow us? Right. Because, as, as you mentioned, you know, when, when people our age, high school students, fourth graders watch those professional athletes on TV, they're role models. People are going to follow the things they wear, the words they say, the music they listen to. Um, The question is, where are they leading them? So we have the opportunity as coaches to lead them, to be that role model, to influence them, but to be that moral compass to say, hey, listen, where do you want to see yourself in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years, and what are we doing right now to help us get there? Right. I, I think that's such an important part of it. Definitely. You know, um, when you talk about that, too, I, I could kind of go back. I think we're jumping. We're going to use this list as a jump around, right? That's yes. what it sounds like. Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely. Um, you know, being an influencer and giver of hope and, you know, moral compass all comes together as far as, you know, what it's nice about being a, uh, in, I say this in loosely, is a, a lower tier coach as far as for high school, you know, younger kids yep. uh, that, I, that are getting ready to move up to that next level. What's nice is that most of these coaches, we all don't have, we're not just a coach. We're not just a baseball. We don't just show up for baseball practice. 
We don't just show up for football practice. We all have jobs in our lives. Some are teachers. Some, you know, some are in, in uh, public safety. Some are military members that come, and and their their what their uh, um, their jobs are giving back to to community and showing. You know, sometimes there's there's um, uh, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting. There there's a bigger picture or bigger part of life than just that game itself. And uh, when you can show that good, you know, be a good influencer, a role model, or or give them hope that you know, hey, it's not just about the baseball game. It's not just about the football game. You know, there is other things to do with your life besides just that. There's a lot of lessons to be learned in the sport itself. But when you move on into a uh, uh, into life, that you can be an extension of us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I give away off the off topic. No, I I, I, agree, I agree with that. You know, I, I think so often, and I love the way you worded that, Coach. You didn't say you, when you go on into the real world. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to hear people say it all the time, yeah. you know, this is the real world for the young men, young women we coach. You know, it's just, it may be different when they're in college or when they graduate college, but every stage of our lives is the real world. That, that real world just takes different shapes and different forms. And my, my vision, my prayer, my goal for anyone that coaches is to realize that you have more power than you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And we do. We have the power through our words, through a hug after a win or after a loss, through putting your hand on someone's shoulder and pulling them in tight and just saying, hey, listen, I believe in you. We have power to change lives. Definitely. And mm-hmm. what what greater calling is there than that to, to, to really say, hey, listen, we're, we're not giving our lives, but we are giving a part of our lives to influence and to empower and to inject our passion for life for lack of better words into others um how great would the world be if every coach realized that if every coach realized every word that comes out of my mouth is going to stick with one player or another when they go home and these players are going home to these multi-million dollar homes with more cars than they have drivers and then some of them are going into the ghetto and don't know where their next meal is coming from. Some players going to these houses that looked really nice, but the divorce and the conflict and the hate and the anxiety behind those closed doors are greater than we may ever realize. So we have to realize that the words we speak will stick with them, and if they're words that are uplifting and encouraging and empowering, it's going to get them through those moments of their darkest days. Mm -hmm. And if they're not, then we're adding to the darkness of the world. We just, I'm, I'm going to end with that. I'm going to make this a short uh, one. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll let you I, I, close this out if you need I to. I agree with 100, that with 100%, being able to give that avenue for those kids to, to show that, hey, there is a sense of worth going on uh, after high school, into life, period. You know, no matter what direction you decide to go, you know, as far as going to the military, going on to uh, college, uh, getting a, a, uh, going on to occupational, some type of occupational um, school to, to go into the workforce you know it's nice being able to get that and be able to them know that when they have dark times in their later life they can come back to us and talk to us yeah because they've made an influ- we made an influence on them and they've definitely touched our hearts um so yeah you have anything else i i'll i'll end with this it's just uh we, we talk about different professions different jobs um, some of us are paid coaches that are listening to these podcasts. Some of us aren't. Some of us get paid a lot more than others. Um, 
You know, Jill and I always joke around. She says, you know, if you break down how much you get paid by an hour, you're making, you know, <laughs> cents, cents to the hour. Um, and it doesn't make financial sense. And you don't, you don't coach for the money. Mm-hmm. You don't. Um, no matter what level you're at, I, I think the great majority of people that got into coaching got in because they had a love for the sport. And as they mature and grow as individuals, they realize that it's so much more than just the game. Um, if you're going to sacrifice so much time into the sports you coach, why not invest in the right way so your sacrifice never ends? You know, because we know the words we say don't stop at the end of practice. You know, they're, they're going to live on in these young men, these young women, for many of for many of them for their entire lives. So, coach in a way that you leave an impression on the people you coach. That's all I got. Take what's worth. Stay strong. Very well said. And that's episode seven. Uh, for What It's Worth podcast, check us out on Instagram and stay after for a nice word from uh, GameStrat. We'll talk to you later and see you next week. For What It's Worth coaching podcast is brought to you by GameStrat. No more waiting for clips to load or having devices disconnect. GameStrat delivers videos instantly to devices and maintains a strong connection the entire time of your game. Coach Hides has been using this this whole time with Coronado, and we're wondering how, how did it uh, help out your game and coaching strategies during the game, Coach? All I'm going to say is, coaches, if you're not using GameStrat, you're missing out. It is the latest cutting-edge uh, technology where no longer do we have to wait till Saturday mornings during film session to break down and correct mistakes we're making in live time, we have the opportunity within seconds to get the play that we just ran on the iPad right in front of us, in front of our players, to show them how we can correct it and continue to move forward in the game. It's like making halftime game adjustments during the game. It's, it's game changing. We uh, also get to give them a shout out for their their customer service. They are top notch. Whenever we reach out to them, they get to us right away, fix any issues we may be having, and uh, help us get back on track. It's uh. It's something you, I wouldn't want to coach again without. Cool. That's great to hear. And thanks again, Came Strap, for helping us out. We'll talk to you later. Bye.